Hey everyone, my name's Amber. And I'm Robert. Together, we host a new podcast series called Will There Be Cake? We get together to celebrate goofy, fun, and interesting holidays every single day. Yup. Every single day, we release an episode where we pick a holiday, learn about it, celebrate it, and decide if there should be a cake involved. Little secret, we often think a cake is necessary for celebration. If you want to discover fun new holidays, check us out. You can find Will There Be Cake on iTunes, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, and the list goes on. You can also follow Seven Lamb Productions on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Seven Lamb Podcasts. Don't wait any longer. There's an episode out today. Come celebrate with us. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of All Hope. Season 4, Episode 4, Science Experiment. Mark and I sat on the edge of the bathtub, washing our clothes. We weren't sure if the alien vegetation was toxic, but we didn't want to take any chances. Stephanie and Teddy did offer some of their clothes, but we wanted to keep our old stuff too. I don't feel any reaction to it. Me either. And I was crawling around it for hours. Maybe there's no effect. That's odd, right? Not necessarily. But it's an alien species of plant. The fact that it's even able to grow here is astonishing. And terrifying. You're not amazed? Not when it's part of a takeover. Yeah, you're right. We've seen the stuff growing all over. They're terraforming. It's almost like they knew. Knew what? That this vegetation would grow here. How could they know? I don't know, but there are nearly 400,000 species of plants on Earth. And every species needs a specific environment in which to thrive. So how does this stuff just come up and start growing so easily? On a completely different planet, no less. We couldn't throw sunflower seeds on Mars and expect anything. Right. But remember, they almost resemble a fungus. And fungi are more closely related to animals than plants. Genetically, yes. But you saw that town. It's not just mushrooms anymore. Those vines, the leafy shrubs, those resemble plants. (sighs) Well, it's from another planet, so it's obviously something completely different. But maybe something they knew would thrive. Meaning what? I thought of this invasion as having waves. I remember. They dismantle us, change us, exterminate us, and now they terraform. What are you getting at, Ava? Maybe Earth is what they needed. Maybe their atmosphere, their environment, is much like ours. And now they're looking to expand? Or something happened and they had to leave. We haven't seen what flies those large ships. And that's scary to me. Me too, Mark. Me too.
After we finished washing, we went outside to hang them on a short clothesline. Hey, Mark, do you think we should have told them about the quarantine zones? Who? Teddy? No, those guys from town. They were leading a lot of people south. They got word of the quarantine zone. What could we have told them? That the last one we were in kept us hostage? That was a while ago. So? And a completely different state. He said they have over a thousand people traveling together. So, safety in numbers. Well, they're armed. I don't think they're in any danger heading into a zone. But we've avoided them. We've avoided a lot. That's because the zones aren't our destination. Ramona is. Right. They'll be fine. We have to worry about us now. Just then, Stephanie walked onto the porch. Hey, Pops wants me to make sure you know everything there is to know about the horses. Do a walkthrough. A walkthrough? Did we not do a good job riding yesterday? It's not that. They ain't cars, but they take just as much maintenance. We're almost done here. Okay. Oh, and Pop says you're free to grab whatever you like from the basement. Whenever you're ready. Doors open. Tell him thank you. Let me know when you're done here. I'm going to check on Maddie. Okay. You think they'll give us a horse test before we leave? Will you pass? Please. I've seen enough John Wayne movies to know my way around. Plus, I didn't do that bad yesterday. At least it seems Stephanie has warmed to the idea. She has to, right? They got their generator. And she owes us after ditching you. Mark, I told her to go. I know. I wish you didn't. But Madison is still alive. I know. I wonder how she's holding up. She hasn't been out of her room at all. I doubt she'll be doing much moving right now. I feel bad for her. But it's like you said. She's still alive. I nodded. Mark put his arm around me and kissed my forehead. Come on. Let's go learn about horses. And that's what we did. Stephanie led us to the two we would be taking, Blue and Sugar. Obviously, you have a ways to travel. But you'll want to take it easy on them the first few days. Don't push them too hard. They need to eat twice a day. And make sure to find them clean water to drink. Or they won't. They're picky. Any running water would be good. She told us their dietary restrictions. Although we would only be able to carry so much food, then we would have to find what was available. Stephanie told us basic horse care, what to look for, to know if they're healthy, how to keep them happy, and so on. Later in the afternoon, we did some riding. Stephanie taught us all the basic commands, but admitted that they were more for show. Both Sugar and Blue were easygoing, and did most with just the right rein pull. We didn't ride for too long, though, because Mark's leg was tightening up. We also wanted to have a look through Teddy Supplies, So before dinner, we headed into the basement.
you hear her? Mm, beautiful sound. Glad it works. Oh, trust me, there was doubt. Oh, was there doubt. But I had to remain optimistic. And it looks like it paid off. And I have you two, and my daughters, to thank. Glad we can offer some assistance. Now it's my turn. Have a look around. Remember to pack smart and light. Anything off limits? Just my katana. (laughs) An old gift. All right. Teddy headed back upstairs, and Mark and I walked slowly around the room, admiring the abundance of goodies. I feel like a kid in a candy store. Remember, smart and light. Stephanie said they should be able to carry around 250 pounds. But do you really want to push it? We need to take it easy on them. They're up for a long trip. Oh no, of course. We don't overdo it. Let's just pack what we need. It took an hour, but we settled on two rifles, four pistols, a shotgun, and a few knives. We also made sure to get two flashlights, batteries, ammo, matches, a compass, two ponchos, a headlamp, survival blankets, a tarp, and a first aid kit. Now we just need clothes, water, and food. Clothes we had. Three sets each. Plus jackets, thanks to Teddy and Stephanie. Food we'll have to find as we go, but let's pack enough for at least the first week. How long do you think it'll take us to reach California? Depends how hard travel is. We'll be sticking to the back roads, but we'll be able to divert off-road when needed. Could be quick. Could still be a hassle. Okay. So, one week? Eh, maybe... Mark went upstairs, grabbed our backpacks, and brought them down. Our clothes were stuffed inside, but we made room for food. Mixed nuts, protein bars, energy bars, dried fruit, chips, venison jerky, veggie straws, powdered milk, and canned vegetables. Bit. (laughs) Barely. You know, I think we're in good shape. Hey, dinner is ready. So are we. You sure you got everything you need? Yes, plenty. You two should really stay one more day. We're planning to, but what's your reasoning? To get more time with the horses. It'll be best if they know and trust you. How's your leg? Fine. Had some pressure with the horse riding earlier, but I've made sure to rest a bunch. I've been forcing him. Between the horse lectures and the clothes washing, I really haven't done much. That's good. It'll heal in no time. How's, um, how's Madison? She wasn't eating with us, so I was curious. She's holding. Still in a lot of pain. But we've been giving her medication to fight it. She'll be fine. It'll, uh, just take time. Like your leg. Right. I asked her if she wanted to come down to join us. But she won't leave her bed now. She will in time, honey. She will. I know, Pops. I have a question about the horses. When it comes to feed, how much should we bring? You say they'll be able to graze, but that might not always be an option. And it should be limited at first. Meaning? Meaning, they should only graze once a day. I'll mix up some hay and pellets for you to take with you. Each day, feed them some of that, and then slowly let them graze more and more. 
They aren't used to grass, so eating it in abundance may cause some gastrointestinal distress and diarrhea. Okay, so little here and there. A little more grazing each day until their stomachs become accustomed to it. Then, by the time you're out of feed, grazing should be fine. Sounds good. Since you two will be here another day, I uh, was wondering if you could do us one more favor. What's that? Not another long trip, I hope. No, no. Just up the road. What's up the road? The thrasher that Steffi shot. The one that stalled your truck. What do you want with it? Remember our talk during the computer move? I thought, maybe, since the thrasher is just lying there, we could try out a little scientific experiment. Pops, what are you talking about? What kind of experiment? But Mark knew what kind of experiment. Teddy and Mark had wondered how far the electromagnetic pulse could travel from the orb within the creatures. So the next morning we woke up early and headed to where our truck stalled. Your father wants to know because he moved the computer system up. And so you don't have any thrashers shorting out your other electronics if they were to still get in. Yeah, well, after cutting the trees, fixing the fence, and snagging the new generator, that shouldn't be a problem now, should it? Hey, you can never be too careful. There it is. The carcass of the body had tears and lacerations along the side. Looks like some of the local wildlife has gotten to it. Coyotes, maybe? Probably. They'll eat anything. How's the orb? Still glowing. Not as bright. Think this won't work? I didn't say that. I was actually curious to see what the answer to this experiment was. We had several run-ins with these creatures, and it wouldn't hurt to have a little bit more knowledge. Let's hurry up and do this. Here? No. Let's take it to the road. Stephanie put gloves on and quickly cut the orb out of the creature's thigh. Ugh, it smells so bad. Yeah, it does. Got it. We went to the road and put it down between the center yellow lines. Okay, let's get the electronics. So, it worked. Not at first. When we tried getting a reaction from the orb, nothing happened. It took nearly an hour before I remembered something from when I was posing as Dr. Catherine Bennett back in New York. Emerson and Kilmer had removed the orb from the thrasher, and in doing so, somehow deactivated it. Or so they believed. Since it didn't work for us, I figured we too had accidentally deactivated it. After much deliberating, Stephanie came up with a bright conclusion to locate another dead thrasher. 
Her and Madison had run-ins before and were able to kill a few. It took a while, but we eventually found one of the bodies. We all donned gloves and dragged the whole beast to the middle of the road and tried our experiment again. We explained all this to Teddy. Sadly, we had to use up a lot of our electronics. Eh, most of those were useless digital clocks and radios. See, Steffi, it pays to be a junk collector. Yeah, really helpful during the apocalypse. <laughs> but if we figure out the diameter, we're looking at nearly, what, 50 feet? Roughly. That's with the orb in the center. Yeah, it reaches about 25 feet from the orb. Give or take a couple feet. Well, nothing's going to be concrete, but yeah, about 25 feet. Which gives us a diameter of 50 feet and a circumference of 157 feet. What is the area? Shit, um, area is... Pi times radius squared. The radius is 25, so we're looking at, um, nearly 2,000 feet squared? Is that right? I think so, yeah. But Pops, like we said... It only goes off approximately every 20, 30 minutes. Which explains a lot. Do tell. We've had run-ins with thrashers before, and, well, we didn't stall out. We were wondering why this time was different. Although that's assuming this thing we were studying is in good shape. It seemed fine. But the creature has been dead for some time. We don't know if that weakens it at all. It still gives us a good estimate. Of course. So what I'm hearing is... That as long as the creatures stay on the outside of our fence, our electronics will be fine. Definitely. You have a lot of property. I don't think they'd be able to reach your house or even your barn. Uh, that's good news. As long as we can keep them out. We will. We better. I want to thank you again for all your help. I take it you'll be leaving us tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's time. Of course. We've enjoyed your company. Likewise. Did you get enough time with the horses? We did. After spending several hours on our science experiment, we came back and spent some quality time with Blue and Sugar. Stephanie seemed pleased. Good, good. Um, is there more food? Maddie? Hello, honey. Of course there is. Let me fix you a plate. Here, Madison. Stephanie pulled out a chair, and Madison slowly took a seat. Her left arm below the shoulder was missing, bandaged. She had bags under her eyes, and her hair was messy, sticking up in the back, as if she just woke up. You feel okay? I'm fine. You sure? Yes. Okay. Here you go, honey. Teddy passed the plate to Stephanie, who placed it in front of Madison. She hesitated a moment. But, then lifted her fork. We all ate in silence for a while. Um, are you two leaving tomorrow? Yeah, we are. Oh. They're taking blue and sugar with them. That's fine. I can't ride anymore. That's not true. Yes, it is. Be careful with blue, though. She's a picky eater. That's what Stephanie said. We'll take good care of the horses, even after we reach our destination. Promise. Okay, I want to say bye to them before you leave. That would be nice. The awkwardness slowly subsided as Madison began to talk more. She told us all about the horses, and even thanked me for letting Stephanie take her back after she was bitten. If it wasn't for you, I'd be dead. 
It was a spur-of-the-moment decision. I felt like I made the right one. Mark might not feel the same way. It's fine. Now. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. I don't know when you plan on leaving tomorrow. Probably early. Well then, let me give you this before I forget. (laughs) I don't know if we can carry much more. Make sure you don't overload the horses. I told them, Maddie. They know. Here. Found these. Maps. Thank you. And they're the right ones. New Mexico and Arizona. Appreciate it. I tried looking for one on California, but no luck. That's okay. We should be good when we reach Cali. Right, Mark? Definitely. The next morning, right when the sun came creeping over the treetops, we took off. Teddy, Stephanie, and even Madison watched us from the gate. Once again, we were back on the road, and I was excited. Scott wasn't far away, and we had a new mode of transportation. Two more states, Ava. Just two. I know. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Issa Yazdazade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Nick Engelhardt as Mark Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Ariel Hack as Mia Gina Coyle as Kylie Krista Tolley as Teddy Jody Swenson as Stephanie Catabelle as Madison, Gareth Thomas as Sammy, Crystal Hall as Lane, Michael Moman as Roger, and Ian Feller as Hudson. Co-starring Justin Alderson, Brian Messick, Sylvester Jacu, Corey Pettit, Brett Wilkins, Amber Simpson, Nora Darling, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Eldritch T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black and Amberlynn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amberlynn Nicole. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.